0: either go to this man or his teammate Albon crosses the line oh. lights out and away we go welcome, welcome to an American Guide to, to Formula one. one I'm Andy Lewis and I'm Tim Lewis now let's start the show Let's start the show. Indeed, we're back with another episode of an American's Guide to Formula One here with our race recap for both the sprint race and the Grand Prix of Qatar, um, not joined in studio by dad, but I got you over the phone. Hey, what's up, dad? Ah. Oh, but I like, that. but <laughs> we do have a very special in studio guest. Mr. Matty O'Patty, what's up, man? Long
1: overdue return. <laughs> very long Thank, overdue. Thanks for having me.
0: Welcome anytime, Matt. You're welcome anytime.
1: Yep. Hello, world.
0: We, if I'm honest, brought you on I brought I really wanted to have you on for our very first talking point here, and that is we have to discuss the qualifying letdown and the antics that was Lance Stroll.
1: Lance is my favorite driver. He is right. He is, and you're not
0: saying not to get any of Daddy's money. Either. No,
1: no, no. Glenn. you're not. You're Gl- not on
0: that. Uh, that bonus.
1: Good old <laughs> the Alonzo bonus for Lawrence for, Senior. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not on the take there. No, I am not. Have
0: you noticed that those have? There must have been a limit to that because he hasn't said anything positive about Lance in you
1: a know, long time. I think the writing is just on the wall at this point, and you can't really cut it. Some other way, yeah. Um, you know,
0: you only keep, you can only put lipstick on a pig so many times.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been calling him Glance Stroll all season because <laughs> yeah. he just keeps glancing off of things. Yeah, can't keep it in a straight line. Like, no offense, I couldn't do that, but um, you know, you're not supposed to.
0: Yeah, you're not a Formula
2: One. <laughs> I'm not qualified. To <laughs> like, like, like you're ever going to get there, Matt? Yeah, that's
1: above my pay grade. You, uh, I think
2: you probably would be above Andrew and I, but.
1: Forget it, baby. I mean, Maybe if I started in carts at age four or something, I would have been fine. But it, to have point.
0: all of the resources at your disposal, literally all of them, daddy buys you the team, gives you the ride, and you just like, I mean, what was that? His fourth Q1 elimination in a row now? I think it was. that is exactly what it was. But there's one thing to be on a poor form and to be doing poorly... I mean, that's expected of Lance, (laughs) but to act like a spoiled brat afterwards is uh, like, it's like, I was saying when we were driving over talking about this, um, it's like every time Max or not Max um, stroll, like, I think, okay, that's the lowest he's sunk. He finds a way to dig a little lower and embarrass himself a little bit more. And like, I just think of, think of back to when we started the 2023 season, he basically had a, A gimme. Everybody was like, oh, he's, look at how, oh, man, he's so dedicated, racing with a broken hand. He had Alonzo on his back. He had public support on his back. Then he drives right into the back of (laughs) Alonzo. But then slowly but surely, all throughout the season, it's just been a, a steady stream
1: downhill. That's a mental game, I think. That's, you know, he's capable of driving the car. Clearly, he can do it. Um, he's just not hungry for it. You know, it's always good to be a little hungry. It's never good to be thirsty. So, you know, he, I think he's just got it too good.
0: I think I think he had it an easier time with Vettel because I don't think Vettel was – I mean, Vettel prime, Alonzo prime, there's an argument to be made there. But, I mean, Alonzo now, Vettel then, like there's no question who's a better driver or who's in better form, and it's Alonzo and i think it's just it's exacerbated the gap that's already been there and and Lance's lack of performance i think we've been waiting for lance to shift into that final gear and we just need to realize that there is no more gears for lance to go into and we're we're seeing the peak and if anything the peak happened at williams and but like I said, you can't be can't be pushing your your coach. You can't be going on on TV and swearing and giving you know petulant child energy interviews.
1: Well, I mean, no, you can. Yeah, you when can you, when your dad owns the team. I mean, you <laughs> when there's can. no consequence. He,
0: he demonstrated that you can do that. Yeah, he did. But it's not going to help with that. Daddy's boy is the only reason you're still in this sport. Rumor or, or the the way we talk about him in general. Like, you would think, or maybe he just is so rich and so spoiled he doesn't care, but I wouldn't want to be perceived that way.
1: Of course not.
0: But, yeah, Dad, you're being awfully quiet. What do you think? Well, I'm just taking it
2: in. Because, uh, well, didn't Lance push somebody? like His coach. I can't. His, his
0: trainer. Trainer. And through the steering wheel. It.
1: I mean, I mean that's not the first time people no, thrown steering wheels no. at their car or whatever. But
0: there's a long, but but well, that, but he's in the pit. You know, it was, it was in the garage was... after he came in after being eliminated in Q1. Well,
2: that's very bush because I, you know, throwing the steering wheel out of the car when you're getting out of the car and you're in the beach is one thing, but when you're throwing a what. How much do those things cost? A hundred thousand bucks? Grand, yeah, like that. I mean, yeah, well, throwing the front, it across.
0: costs two hundred grand. The steering wheels gotta yeah. cost more. Well,
2: I mean, there's one thing. He he may be a tennis player, but it, he, at least he didn't play frisbee golf. <laughs> no, the, the tennis thing was a joke. Did he hit anybody? That yes. was
1: some commentary that someone had made. Like, oh, maybe he'll go play tennis, and then it got picked up. That was never, oh, really? Never, yeah, oh. that was never a thing.
0: Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's well, funny how
1: much traction that got.
0: One of the things that I just recently heard is that in the new hypercar, supercar uh, return, Aston Martin's going to do the, they're entering the Valkyrie. This is true. As the car, and, and there's a two-driver lineup there that's unconfirmed yet.
1: So people think he may drive in the 24-hour
0: Yeah, but series. and uh, endurance racing for super sports car, which they right. said is not the case, but I mean, as I've said, and I will, I will try not to kick this horse too many more times. But the businessman, ruthless Lawrence Stroll, has got to be looking at their, their standing in the constructors. And if they would have had two solid point scorers when they were in, when they were easily the second fastest car, they could be way doing way better in the constructors. Not lucky to be finishing fifth at this rate. Because let's not, I mean. Let's 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 look at qualifying here. Fernando f- qualified P four, and and Stroll was out in Q one, P seventeen. I mean, the car is capable.
1: Yeah. So take away family ties, put it, pick any other driver on the grid, and imagine how they could be doing, and how does that stack up as far as business wise? How are you doing? Yeah, you know? I mean, a, a, a guy wouldn't put up with a bad driver. Well, no, with a great especially car, a great
0: especially when it's costing millions and mil- tens of millions of pounds. Oh, it, that's my
1: in whole sponsorship. point, though. Yeah, it's like you—you you have the car, you have an excellent team. I mean, I think Aston Martin has an excellent team this year, so they have all of the pieces.
0: Well, and they have a great reserve driver, waiting to just slot into the car too.
1: So there you go. Is he walking uh, around with like a monkey wrench? like trying to stroll
0: has 47 points to fernando's 183. Well, there you go. So even if he would have been scoring half the points that that alonzo would, they would they would probably still be they would still be in third place right now.
1: Yeah, so just look at it from a value proposition, how much are they paying Lance Stroll? How much are other drivers costing teams and is there somebody who costs less and produces more. Well, I'm I, sure.
0: <laughs> I just think of I think of a Gasly. I think of look at what Liam Lawson's been doing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Without with a minute amount of experience compared to Stroll, cuz let's not let's not forget that Stroll is one of the most experienced drivers on the grid now. He's been there since he's been in Formula 1 since 2013, I want to say.
1: And he was Wildly talented in other series like Formula Two and all that. Well, stuff, and he right? was
0: a he was a very decent Grand Prix yeah. driver yeah. at Williams too. He has he, and Racing Point he had several podiums.
1: Yeah, I think we all want to see him succeed. There's just something going on that we can't put our finger on. Maybe it's maybe it's the wrist. I mean, who knows? Like surgery is a big deal.
0: I just think if I mean you can't you have to look at the fact that they're very there. There's no doubt McLaren is going to pass them. That's
1: oh, happening, yeah.
0: I think they'll they'll survive Alpine, so they're they're destined for fifth place right now in the constructors. But they very easily could be in the hunt for second right now, because they have two thirty to Mercedes is three twenty. But like I said, that's their and Ferrari's only at two ninety eight. I mean, they're if Lauren if Lance would have been scoring any points, they would be in the running for. Uh, but yeah, enough of the stroll kicking. But I just think that I mean that interview, that pushing, all of that combined and then and then I guess when he was asked about it, he says I'm never going to handle having a bad day well. Like he he wasn't even apologetic really later on in in hindsight. So there is no I don't think there's any real coming back from yeah. that. And, I mean, talk about – lose- go ahead, Dad. Sorry. He's just got a bad attitude. He's got the attitude of a spoiled billionaire son. <laughs> I mean, like and – he, and he's not doing anything to change it either. No. Um, okay. What's next? What's next? We got, we got so much to talk about. What a good – how about that sprint, guys? Totally fun. I, that, I, that was fun. Again, I keep – I've been keep- impressed. I keep hearing people talk about the irrelevance of a sprint race, and I go, it's like the only action, some of the best action we're getting all season long.
1: Yeah, say more about that. What do you mean the irrelevance. What are they talking about?
0: Like, it's like, and like, especially since there's, well, because they they took away the qualifying component, like that, the
2: order. The practice component.
0: No, I mean, like, because it used to be that the finishing order of the sprint race was the grid for the race. So like, so now that there's not oh, that the like it's way. its own standalone
1: I mean I, I didn't mind it that way. Was that so bad?
0: I I um I I think it cheapened poll. Like I think that's why they they brought they changed that is cuz you were still awarding people a poll position like um uh, stat next to their name but then they like you there it happened several times where the person who was on pole and qualifying ended up not being on pole because of the sprint. Mm. And so it's like, I feel like you're either way, you're kind of cheapening one thing, I guess. I, don't uh, know. I
1: see. So they're taking, yeah, they're taking away one way or the other.
0: But I, I think that pole position should count. Like, I think that should be w- what sets the grid. I think I'd rather see qualifying still have its weight and for the Grand Prix. But if you're asking me which I'd rather see is a practice session or a sprint shootout and a sprint race, I'm taking sprint shootout and sprint race every day rather than watching people do practice laps.
1: Yeah, practice. I mean, especially this year when they went out to practice and right before the race, they changed a the curb by 80 centimeters, two, well, and a, yeah. two and a half feet or something. Like hold your arms out in front of you and then add a foot to it. Yeah. That's a huge margin, you know. When these racers know where the curb is by a millimeter or two.
0: Well, since you since you since you touched on it, we'll, we'll get right into that too. Is there's we're I think we're seeing some some real growing pains this year with the Qatar race. I mean, we had it in twenty one. We didn't have it in tw- last year in twenty two because of the World Cup, and then now we're back to having it. But a this racetrack was never designed for F one cars. It's a Moto GP track that they're racing f1 cars around so it's that's why it's so physical to begin with it's so hot which we'll get to too but i think and these curbs were new these curves were new for this race and it it, it find it really interesting that you i want i want to know what how much recurbing a race circuit is got to cost it's got it can't be cheap if you have to ask yeah it's <laughs> <that's> too much <laughs> Uh,
2: well, they had they had just done a bunch of resurfacing too, so it probably was easier to do now than ever. But it's a, I don't understand the curbing. Is it is it designed for motorcycles or
0: well, I is guess, it
2: designed just something new and different for the sake of new and different? Or
0: well, they've had these curbs before. They're they're they exist, but usually they're like the second. They're like an outer set of curb. To like a a shallower inner curb um but apparently it's kind of one of those because it's so difficult to see in these modern f1 cars it's a way of knowing where the track limit is like the drivers can feel these curbs like they're they're substantial enough that and i think even Karun chandok was saying that you can rely on them a little bit to arrest the car in a corner um, so it was supposed to help with the track limits thing, and it end
1: Just ended up eating up the tires, I think, or something. Well,
0: so. I think somebody one somebody I saw a picture of a tire, and it looked <laughs> like someone just took razor blades to the back tire of a
1: car. Oh yeah, it was shredded.
0: Um, so yeah, you kind
2: of you kind of get the idea that it was like this, like a uh, a prism that narrowed toward the off track side so you had like this big like roadblock like I can understand how it would prevent the tires from sliding any further but I thought it was because you're hitting this thing with such force this blunt curb it's like a curb in your street Yeah. for crying out loud and then um, it it created so much vibration or something through the through the carcass of the tire that it was delaminating or oh, yeah, it was just- destroying the support structure of this tire, yeah. creating an unsafe situation. The actual- and apparently, Kill. yeah, apparently an analysis of the post-race tires said it, they still took a beating. So yeah. Um, I don't know. I I mean,
0: I think I think when we I remember it was there was an Austin race where we had several tire failures a couple of years ago, and then there was that Silverstone one that was famous. Indianapolis, Indianapolis, several years ago. I mean, I think you. I mean, at these kind of speeds, you have to take tire failure seriously. So I'm glad that they did. I actually kind of like. I mean, I didn't like the forced pit stop. But I did like the increase in number of pit stops. I think it it made what would have been a, a quite straightforward Grand Prix very interesting. It, like I, I was I was glued to that Grand Prix because I just I had never I mean since I really wasn't a huge fan during the tire war era of F one, but it was awesome to see full out like pace for the entire Grand Prix, no tire management. And, like, kudos to Lando to being the first one to really figure that out um, where he just radioed in and he says, guys, we don't need to watch these tires at all. Let's go. <laughs> just
1: drive the tires right yeah. off. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Which you th- – I mean, I guess, yeah, unless you were on softs, you could really just – could just run on those tires.
2: What about the safety issue? If they're worried about the tires flying apart, if everybody's mandated to come in by lap eighteen, um, what about the pit, the, the activity, the congestion in the pit? I think, of uh, well, but, but I think you know is that safe? Because everybody's got to come in at the same time,
1: virtually. Well, we saw that this year with rain. When when it rains, all of a sudden everybody has to yeah. the pit at the same time. Well, I, stack.
0: I think that the teams work that out, but also because of it being a sprint weekend. Um they were limited to tires anyways. Like, they most had to start on used tires anyways. And so there was enough right. of a of a, of a a variance in – because you couldn't do more than 18. You could do less. You could not, you know. And then if you're starting on softs, you know, or you're on tires, some people were on tires that were two laps, had two laps on them. Some had three. I think there was enough that it didn't seem to be – that big of a deal. I think there was only even one double stack and it was a Red Bull double stack. Um, but I just, I, I found it, I, I, I think, but that also added to the physicality of the grand prix significantly as well. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, can I
2: add something here about, um, you know, the curb situation and all that and the tires. Yeah, of course. Is that, uh, interesting, um, comment uh, with uh, Peter Windsor's post-race analysis. You know, he said the tire issue, he says he's kind of really setting up Pirelli to not really be at fault here. It's, he's blaming it on Formula One because they want to cram as many races as possible into a season because that's where the revenue comes from. Yeah, And so that means they're going to accept lesser or non-Formula 1 type tracks, so like you alluded to earlier, Andrew, was,
3: yeah. the,
2: you know, it's a MotoGP course, and it's not meant to race Formula 1 cars, I guess. I don't know why. But so they're forced to, oh, this track will be okay, even though it's, you know,
3: well, not in not duck. I and and think-
2: so he was, sit, he was just trying to take people wanting to blame Pirelli because, and he, so he's got a political statement or whatever. And it's, it's obviously true. I think it's true. They're just trying to cram so many races into a season because.
0: Well, especially you know, I,
2: the revenue from a race circuit is just massive. I
0: guess. Well, especially when it's a, a, a oil rich country like Qatar, Like I think that the amount that, they get for that Qatar race is not in line with other Grand Prix's either.
1: Yeah. They have four races right Uh, across uh, the peninsula there. Four of them. So I think in the future, based on the fact that formula one says they're trying to be greener and more environmentally friendly, we're probably going to have to see all four of these races inside of six weeks or something.
0: Well, I I think that's, that's co- that next year. Well, so this is the start of a 10-year deal at Qatar uh-huh. and it will be in December.
1: Yeah, that makes way more sense.
0: Yeah, so I think it will be closer to Abu Dhabi at the end of the yeah. the calendar. Tires
1: are not. I think I think the heat was probably the biggest thing on those tires. I mean, the tires there's very few things on earth that are engineered for that kind of heat and that kind of abuse.
0: I think well, and I think that's one of the characteristics of it being a of a of a grand of a of a Moto GP versus a, a Formula One or Grand Prix circuit is there's less braking zones. They're more meant to be sweepy, fast, flowy circuits, versus you know like look at Singapore. It's a lot of there's not it's not all flat out all the time. A yeah. it's slow. There's slower turns. There's tighter turns.
1: Something like fifty six percent of the thing was flat out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, I think there's only one braking zone, like full braking <laughs> zone in that on yeah. that circuit, yeah. and that's into turn one or something. Um, but it, it it's it's interesting. But I I want to I want to know. We'll have to see next year when we're in December how much uh, of of how much that will have a play on the heat. But I guess it's also been uncharacter uncharacteristically warm even for Qatar. Lately, uh, when I was listening to the races, uh, post-race re- re-show.
1: Oh, so, um, so they're saying the climate is changing? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but oh, I, said, I guess they, they talked about getting a cab ride, and the, the cab driver said, we're having warm. This is hot for us. <laughs> and it's like, if, if you're saying it's hot, then it's, it's hot.
1: There was no point in that race, in, in the main event, that was less than like 98.6 degrees.
0: Well, but that and
1: that's air temperature. Air temperature. Air temperature.
0: And then you throw on the cockpit temp.
1: Fifty degrees Celsius is like what? What I heard too. One hundred and forty degrees or something. Yeah, and in in the cockpit for over an hour.
0: And you're in a three layer fire suit, and underwear, and like like so you're basically wearing a jacket in a sauna. In a sauna, working out
1: in the humidity. Yeah. And you're not
0: drinking water.
1: No, nobody's ever really done that. Steve Prefontaine, I think, famously was a sauna guy in this practice, but nobody, I don't think anybody warms up that way. I just for think the it,
0: week. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think Alonzo gave some context because he said it was definitely hot and it was definitely hard, but he's, you know, and I think uh, Max said it was in the top five hardest races. He's, Charles
1: Leclerc said hardest race of his life. Yeah. Uh, uh, all of them. Yeah. The Astri, yeah.
0: I mean, you saw, him. It, it reminded me of them. And after Miami, two years ago too when it was really hot in yeah. miami
1: the only one we didn't hear from was botas you know yeah the Finns love their saunas so yeah. he's probably like all right let's go um
0: <laughs> but uh it was without a doubt da- i think i think well i saw it. you sent me a clip of of lawrence saying he was like he was losing vision in high speed corners and like
1: uh, we said the last 20 to 30 laps were all a blur which is like that's a lot of the race. Yeah, That's uh, almost then, half the race. Dude. And then more than one driver might have been Lance. Also needed help getting out of the car. Not the first time we've seen that. Albon. Albon. Um, I
0: guess he had to get go to medical.
1: Uh, yeah, and faint, and there was a couple of people fainting. So Lance got out of the car and sprinted right to the ambulance. So all of them. I mean, they're well, waiting for the interviews, and they're all sitting on the ground or laying down flat on their back. It's
0: Sergeant quit. Like had to quit the race. Yep. Because he was nauseous and, and I, I mean, what was it? Alonzo was also saying at the next pit stop, dump water on you. Yeah, <laughs> like, like,
1: sorry, we can't do that. He's like, my backside's on fire. Yeah. Sitting on top of a battery in a fuel cell. Wow. Yeah. That was, I mean. That's scary. It's really. That's it, actually scary. Like you
0: gotta, you gotta, well, I think, I think we're actually, I mean, we saw a lot of safety cars in the sprint race, but I think we're actually quite lucky that we didn't see more safety cars, more.
1: I'm glad nobody died. Yeah. Actually, I think it, there was a very serious risk of that, and I think the FIA is going to take a look at that back to. in Paris. Yeah, I think they've been talking about that. So that's reassuring for the future.
0: Um, speaking of Logan Sargent, he was our opening clip, and we totally glossed over it, but that was the, a very comical and, and awe-inspiring moment where it was uh, end of Q1. It was either going to be Albon or Sargent, and it would have been the first time Sargent would have out-qualified uh <laughs> Albon and and as you saw, they were all rooting for <laughs> rooting he's for Sergeant, which I uh. think I, I mean, I think I would liked at least it would <laughs> be been nice to think to see Sargent get at least yeah, one. He'll get it. But um and I guess I mean we I had Sergeant later on in the episode, but we can talk about him now since we're on it. But I don't think he's driving at Williams next year.
1: No. I don't think so. Okay. What 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 are your theories?
0: I mean he's running out he's running out of races to to show he deserves that seat. First of all, and, uh, and each time he's not, I mean, he, he crashed in the sprint. He He, didn't finish the race. I mean, that's, you know, no fault to him, I guess, but he still was the only one to not finish the race.
1: Yeah. He's doing really well on the deconstructors. Yeah. yeah, Where they keep track of how expensive (laughs) these crashes are. He's He's way up on the list. The
0: only driver. To not outqualify or outscore his teammate on the grid. He has no points. Even even Liam Lawson, who is a substitute, has more points. Yeah. And and more outqualifies than
1: him. Yeah. And Tim, he's a sub. Tim, what do you think? You see uh, you've seen this over the years, you know?
0: Sergeant Well, be at Williams next year.
1: Oh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. It's, it's I gonna, don't see it. It's going to be interesting to see what solution they come up with. And it's always interesting to me to think about all the team principles and, and how they manage their teams. It can't be an easy job, and it can't be, it's got to be even tougher when you have these personal relationships and you like people to, and to say, hey, it's n- nothing personal. It's just business. He's a pay driver too, though, right? He comes with money. I'm pretty sure he does. I think so.
0: That's the only reason they're even leaving it out till the end. I think if he'd be driving for any other team,
1: I, I think mean, he's... Does Formula One exist without paid drivers, though? Does any racing exist without well, paid I drivers? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean,
0: there's plenty of non-paid drivers.
1: Yeah, yeah plenty of them. But, I mean, what take away every paid driver in the history of Formula One, and you're taking away a lot of talent. Like, might not be top talent, but it's, they're in the mix.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm just thinking back through the years about you know all the uh, paid seats, paid for seats.
0: I think it's. I yeah. think you know they're uh, for for sales in the states, knowing that there's three U.S. Grand Prix having a U.S. being the only team with a U.S. driver. I think they're looking at that as well. But I mean, they they need to if they're if they're going to start having for a little while, they had a really nice rise to that that car as well and. I mean, Albon's doing so well. I just think you can't you gotta have somebody better. I mean, you 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 lost Latifi, who at least didn't crash as much. I don't think he ever sc- scored that much more or out qualified Albon either, but um I don't remember him being so costly to the team and in a cost cap era, I think that's I mean, if you're if you're crashing and spending more than you're paying to drive is it really worth keeping him as a pay driver too
1: right um you have to you have to basically do a cost analysis see what that all is i mean
0: they said that they've given him clear outlines to keeping his seat but i can't see that he's meeting them
1: <laughs> well we don't know what those out what that outline looks like either. unless
0: it's just don't crash the car yeah,
1: right it could be
0: finish the race
1: right uh, how, do,
2: how do you think how do you think um Sargent compared to Mick Schumacher with Haas. I mm. think they had to let Mick go because he just cost them too much. Remember that?
0: Well, I think I think uh, Toto is pushing for for a uh, Mick replacement for Sargent. Like I think that was one of the things that I had heard. But you also have the potential that you know Red Bull could loan Lawson to them as well. I mean, you have yeah. you have Fittipaldi, You have tons of former F two champions acting as reserve drivers. I mean, you have Antonio Giovinazzi kicking around there too. You know, you have. Mm. Uh, I mean, Kvyat's got to be around. You got there's 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 drivers to choose from. Plus, what about some of the indie guys? Um, Colton Herta was rumored to to for the McLaren seat. You saying he? I mean, I guess I guess he probably wouldn't take leaving a winning. Indy t- seat to a
1: back of the grid Williams but you never know And what happens with the return of Ricardo what if and when that happens this season well Ricardo they will
0: uh Alpha Tari confirmed Ricardo sonoda lineup for next year okay regardless of what happens it seems like
1: well that's good for everybody
0: I <laughs> I think so but I feel like yeah I don't know we'll have to see when he's back yeah we'll, we'll have to see when he's back and yeah. He's, well, isn't he
2: racing uh, next race? In,
0: uh, that's what at, everybody's uh, saying. I don't think it's been confirmed yet, though. Oh, okay. I mean, I think it. De- or, I mean, he could get in that car and not be able to handle it. But I feel like if Lance can handle it, Ricardo can handle it. Yeah, with a broken hand. I mean, it's just a broken hand.
1: Come gotta, on, that's got to be tough. I'm Honestly, sure. it's impossible. Yeah. I
0: couldn't do it with a working hand, let alone a broken. Understatement of the one.
1: season. That's got to be tough.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, haven't you guys heard of Velcro? I mean, just Velcro his hand on there.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine driving one of these cars. It just sounds like the most unbelievable thing. I mean, ever. You got to do math problems while getting hit in the head with a jackhammer. Upside While down. lifting weights and so G, G forces yeah. just pulling you all over the place, and
0: you can't see where you're going half the time.
1: Boiling your blood temperatures, like this is unbelievable.
0: I, I the the fact that they all do it and do it with as little incidents as possible, yeah, is <laughs> is pretty remarkable. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay, we got no doubt. We got to talk about. We got to go back a little bit to the sprint and like and the fact that it was Oscar's first f1 win not race win but of an f this is what i kind of wanted to pose the question to you guys is and i was bringing up when we were talking about the sprint and some people saying the irrelevance of the sprint but what is the weight or what should the weight of an f1 victory hold like what do you guys think is that a what do you guys think of that
1: Of the sprint or the main event? Of
0: winning the sprint. Like, how does that, how would you think that would stack up? How are we going to look back
1: on sprint victories? Tim, what do you
0: think? Well, I don't know. It's,
2: what is it, a third of the points, basically, for P1? Eight points. And yeah, that would be a, yeah, three times eight is 24.
0: So pretty much,
2: yeah. Pretty much, yeah.
1: That's give
2: or take the fastest lap, but um, I don't know. It seems pretty okay to me. Seems right to me. I mean, it.
0: But I think do you do you think will like like will like will that be a a stat that someone talks about like oh you know when we're looking back at Piastri's first world title because he's I feel like he's inevitably going to end up. At least competing for a world title, if not getting one. But, we, you know, will we start? Will we start? Because we don't say that with Max. We don't say, you know, I mean, the only time we talk about sprint victories is during a sprint race, I feel like. But it's not like Max just got his, I think he's going for his 50th win the next time out. And it's like his 50th race win, his, and his 10th sprint race win. And his, but I mean, I feel like it, it's, it should be, it's an accomplishment for sure.
1: Yeah, my brain immediately went to, well, you're generally running on one set of tires, is that right? And, yeah. There's, and, and a there's regular rarely race. been yeah, a pit stop. Rarely. I think
0: Austria this year, we saw a
1: pit. Right, but like, rarely, rarely a pit stop. And during a major race, the whole, you know, a full length race, you're stopping maybe two times, right? Maybe three, maybe maybe one. Yeah. Um, what was the record this year? Five or six or something. Yeah. Um. But you know the fact that it's on one set of tires, it makes my brain go, yeah, that's about a third race, but it's harder because you're just going all out. You're not managing tires. You're just well,
0: and it's you. You can't rely on strategy. You can't rely on a, a lucky pit break or right. a safety car. Or- right, it's
1: pure racing. It's, it's go kart racing. Yeah, you're you're going out of the pit. You're lining up. You're you know lights out and away we go.
0: And I think if anything, there's more action, more combat more i i i'm i'm for it i think uh it's a good format i i i really like it i think it was awesome to see oscar win and hold that position and get it back from george because we have to remember that george overtook him
1: Um, on on the softer tires right yeah just could break way way longer way way later
0: I think it's I think it's crazy, and I also think it's got to be stinging Max that or stinging Norris that he still doesn't have a sprint win, he doesn't have a race win. They're almost I don't think they're I think they're tied for second place podiums, or close to it, and at the McLaren at least for this year. I mean, what's going to happen if if Norris or if uh, Piastri gets the uh, a race win before Norris? <laughs> Driver number one. <laughs> Like, what do we, like, we saw a little bit toward the end of the Grand Prix where, you know, they told Norris, okay, we're going to hold station. This is this is how we're coming home. And he's like, why?
1: What, why? There was disappointment there in his voice, for sure.
0: Well, and I think.
1: And he had an argument, I think, too. He was saying something like, oh, well, if we do this, then.
0: I think they were worried that George was going to come out and be a lot quicker. Because oh, yeah. he was stopping for those softs, but. I think the sauce were just nowhere for that track. And, and that we saw that throughout yeah. the whole yeah. and it ended up, I think I think George ended up just basically coasting home and it was actually close to like Leclerc was close to coming back at him
1: too. Which is wild. You think Lewis would have been in the fight?
0: Well that was <laughs> I mean Go we we're that's we're gonna get into that, but um <laughs> Yeah, Leclerc was only was under five seconds to Russell at the end of the at the end of that. Um I think Ferrari um it took a it took Ferrari a little bit to realize that they could have gone a little faster in those stints, that the tires weren't were gonna hold on a lot better than we thought. But um but yeah. Okay. Any but anything else on Norris and Piastri? What do you guys think? What let's 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 hear your we gotta talk about Piastri a little bit because I think there has yet to be in in in, in recent years an uh, a driver that has been as hyped up as Piastri was especially with the whole is he going to drive for Alpine is he going to drive for oh no he's over at McLaren you know like and I think he has done he's every bit lived up to the hype that he had generated and I think almost exceeded it
1: now. Well, there's no question about that. There's no question. Because he's performed, he's put it all out there. Um, the team has gone from, you know, middle of the pack team to, you know. Well, one back of the, of the pack. That, well, you're right. But, I mean, so they've really turned around the team. So I think credit goes to every engineer, person, strategist, everybody on their team. has yeah. really really put in long hours to figure that out because this year they got the record pit stop. Oh yeah. Of all That was time. incredible. I don't know who is up in front of them in the pits, but there was a slow motion video of someone else's team watching the pit stop and just shaking their head, knowing how fast it was like thinking
0: hey. 1.8 <laughs> seconds. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Talk about Jiffy Lube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Dad, what do you think of Piastri?
2: I totally like him. I, you know, I his skill is. Uh, I mean, his racecraft as a rookie, I think, is beyond. Uh, was Vettel that, that good?
0: I think the only one that comes even closer, I think that rem- that I'm immediately drawn to is Hamilton. Yeah. Point. I That's mean, an excellent point. I mean, Hamilton so, won in his, he was a race winner. Max was also a race winner his rookie season, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. No, because no, he didn't win in Tari. Mm. No, he got
0: called up no. right away, didn't he?
1: I think he won in the rain somewhere. Brazil? Freshman Did he win year. That? It sounds right, but we could check that. We need a fact check. I think, I mean, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. let's
0: listen to who we're comparing him to right away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Two of the greatest drivers and... ever.
2: And I think his, um, you know, his, uh, I'll show you on the race course type attitude without saying too much in interviews. Yeah. Yeah, He's Um, he's a great
1: role model in that regard, yeah.
2: Yeah. And as opposed to, you know, who. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think one of the things I love about him is there's immediate action to him. Immediate. Yeah, You looked at – well, yeah. what was the race? It was a couple races ago. It would have been – I can't remember. But he actually qual- out-qualified Norris and started ahead of Norris. And then maybe it was Suzuka that I'm thinking of. And then Norris ended up finishing 20-something seconds ahead of him because his tire management wasn't there and his – and then that was going to be the question because we knew he out-qualified I mean, he outqualified norris twice he handled the pressure of having drivers come down on him he handled the tires i mean i just think i like that he's always looking for ways to get better he's never settled he's never like that was great i'm stoked perfect mm-hmm. unless it's a perfect result like i think the only time we're going to see a contented piastri is when he's getting triple threat or uh what is it? The triple the tr- cr-
1: uh pole position, fastest yeah, lap, hat in trick first place, or Le- Leading every lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great winner. Honestly, he his losses. He puts it yeah. behind him. He moves on. He's not talking trash. He's he holds his head up. I well, nah. he, and
0: he he reminds me of a Leclerc in that where he holds yep. he holds his hand up when he when it's his turn. Yep. He he looks at himself. He looks how he can improve, and I mean that is. That is what it takes, I think, to be a world champion. Yeah, I mean, we're going to move on to it when we talk about and, Max. and
1: a good role model. Let's be real; I mean, these people are so visual. And, well, and he's yeah. so
0: young too. We forget yep. that he's as young as he is. Yeah, I mean, Lewis had his wild years where he was. I was like, oh man, I don't know about this guy. And he's same with Vettel, and I mean, a lot of these guys. But to come in, um, and to be that good, I wonder how much Mark Webber, being his manager and stuff, has helped with that. Like having a former racer, uh, former, you know, top team racer too, um, can't I, hurt. Yeah, <laughs> can't and I think hurt. I think it's probably no, giving huh. him some really good insights, especially for the dynamic between Norris, because let's not forget he was Vettel's teammate for so long, and had to put up with a lot of that. And I think, I don't know, I'm 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 more impressed than I ever have been, and I had very high hopes coming in, and I think that's just, I am so excited to see what he can do, and I think I think by year end we're going to see one of those two on, a, on the top step, yeah. I would like to hope.
1: I think they're all heading in the right direction. At the end of the day, they're all sports, they're race car drivers obviously, but they're sports personalities and their own businesses, and they have to be careful of their public persona, you know, so, and yeah. I think he's doing a great job. I mean, whether that's who he truly is or not, I, I think probably that's the case, but yeah, uh, he's doing a great job. Another, Applause. another
2: point that, uh, Peter Windsor brought out in his post-race analysis was that, um, nobody on the grid is in better physical condition than Piastri. And he, uh, Peter was saying about how guys had to be pulled out of their cars at this last race and, Norris going in and flopping on those cool floor. To- no,
0: that was Piastri. Norris was, I think, Norris was showboating a little bit. He was standing up on everybody no, was,
3: sitting.
2: Yep. No, Norris just did the flop.
0: Nope. You're
2: well you're dur-
1: during the the microphone interview. He stood during the whole thing, yeah. and after to the to the effect where Piastri said, "Oh, I thought he was putting us on." Yeah, by standing up, and everybody's still over there hanging out with the team. Standing, and then
0: one hundred percent Norris was la- or Piastri was the one laying on
1: the floor. Oh yeah, all of them were. Max yeah. was laid on the, the floor. The, yeah. yeah, flat out.
0: We watched. We watched it right before we started. Yeah. that. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you really? Yeah. I thought that was Norris.
1: They no. were. They were all toast. They, they, I mean, everybody was toast. There's really, yeah.
0: I I I don't. I find I would. I think you'd be hard pressed to find any athlete that wouldn't be toast. Or any, I mean those guys all of them are elite athletes yeah even even stroll
1: yeah no doubt <laughs> I, think, I, think okay. Car- I think Carlos was standing up right after the race yeah Carlos, <laughs> yeah, was, so.
0: Carlos was looking pretty dang good after he's that looking
1: sharp. <laughs> yeah man did not start
0: that would I bet you he was that was one like at the beginning of the race he was probably like ah, oh, you know missing out and then he saw that and he's like ah, I guess I missed an okay one <laughs> I guess
1: like so that that might lead us into our turn one incident <laughs> well
0: before we do that i, I just want to we gotta we gotta get this out of the way we probably should have started with it but three time parentheses two time world champion max for stopping it's official i mean not like we've not seen it coming but six races left to go sealing the world title i think without perez's points even counting it, he would still they would still be winning. the. Con- they still would have won the Constructors.
1: I said it five races ago. Yeah. I could win this whole thing, Constructors, on my own.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> the the one thing I wanted to point out that is what I think is the linchpin to the max thing right now is that when he was, you know, asked about it, he's like, so what? what's next? And he says, Austin is next. And I'm gonna win there too. Yeah. You know,
1: like I think that's an important outlook.
0: I mean it yeah. I think that's what it the that's the that's the thing that we that's what it takes. Yeah. Is you can't even though you've won, there is no okay, there's, now there's I'm no off twist.
1: He's he's there yeah. to do one thing and one thing only, and that's win races. Yeah. And that's who he is. He's a phenomenal race driver. And you can't take that away. You, from can-, him. you can say whatever you want about his personality, yeah. whatever, off the off the track, but on the track. He is a fantastic racing driver and I'd love to see him challenged by other top tier race car drivers that are out there. I think know? it's coming. Well I, think I, can't wait. I have high this year. I can't wait. Um because every I, I'm tired of people talking about oh, you're mad that Max won the world champion. No, I think he's a great driver. He deserves a world championship. Yeah. I've just have never seen someone win so many so fast and be – You know, after the first lap, he's a second ahead of everyone else. There's something going on. I feel like they're almost sandbagging uh, Perez's car almost. Just so so we don't ask too many questions, you know. We're going to get to Perez. Well, his car's way back in the middle of the pack, so it's like, no, 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 no. Like, all the other championships had to be fought for, really. Yeah, I mean. Whether it, it was your own teammate fighting for it or someone else in the field.
0: Let's be real, if there were two Perez caliber drivers, we'd be talking about a this would be a close world title, I yeah. think, right now. Oh yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Okay. You brought it up. We gotta talk about it. Russell and Lewis, opening lap, turn one. What do you think, Tim? What it were you screaming as loud at the TV as I was, Dad? Yeah.
2: Oh did yeah. You, did you have
0: twenty sixteen flashbacks? Hungry twenty sixteen?
2: No, you act like I can remember that stuff. Well,
0: at least at least this time it wasn't both cars in the gravel. Right. One car at least got to go, keep going, right?
2: Yeah, that was, and I, I get it. Um, you know Hamilton making the move, uh, striking while he had his socks on to try and make that move and and all, but that was just some pretty crappy racecraft. I coming in like that and.
1: Looked like he had yeah. plenty of room on the outside too. It didn't seem like he had to turn in like that. No.
2: Yeah, he had a car. He had, a, 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 I would say, an additional car width.
1: Well, on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. Almost looked like he said, "You know what? It's too hot. I'll just take a break. I'll take today off." Well, <laughs> I think you. When we were driving over, <laughs> when we were driving over, you. Uh, yeah, you said
0: he was. He was pretty defeatist already before it even started. Yeah. Thinking he was on the wrong strategy and.
1: Yeah. What was his comment? It's like he's like I'm
0: sitting ducks here. Yeah, I'm sitting ducks against
1: these guys on these tires. Yeah,
0: and but I I think one of my I really I am a Lewis fan. He's not my favorite, but I'm a Lewis fan. But one of my biggest criticisms and critiques of him is his lack of faith. He oftentimes has to eat cake, and he second guesses strategy or second guesses the team's decisions. You mean eat crow? Eat crow. And
1: so what do you, what do you think right now? What do you, what do you, <laughs> specifically, what were you? Well, I'm
0: saying even if he was going to be sitting ducks on the softs, right. he's going to score more points than crashing out. Right. And like trust that they have a plan. I mean, you have a team of strategists working on this. They chose to, they elected you on the softs for a reason. Looking at your tire setups, you just got to trust and you know better. And especially when you know that the team that you're battling for second, one car isn't even on the grid. Yeah, just getting just finish eighth, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna close you're gonna it's gonna be a huge point haul.
1: Yeah, that, there, there's truth there for sure. But imagine being Lewis, eight-time world champion. Sure,
0: <laughs> oh, you're you're seven, you're down in seven race eight counts times. to your teammate. Yeah.
1: So imagine being Lewis and knowing what you're capable of. You know you could be a world champion five more times if you had the car and the equipment and the team. You know you could do it. And imagine just a couple of years of just hard luck and your team is trying, like you said, you got to have faith that they are absolutely doing their best. Nobody's sandbagging there in the garage. And it's got to be tough to know what you're capable of and just not have the right equipment to get it done. That's got to be uh, a heavy load to bear yeah. mentally.
0: I think also George was really quick here, too. And I think
1: he, in this race, but two races ago, he he totally lost it. Oh yeah, two uh-huh. two laps before that, you know. I mean, like George. I'm, George is not the first driver on that team. There's, there's no question in my mind that Lewis is head and shoulders ahead of George, and George is so good.
0: There's definitely some weirdness happening in Mercedes. There. Yeah, something's there's going some, on something's, that we're going to see. Something's yeah. off. But something's funked up. Either right
1: Lewis is going somewhere next year, or George is going somewhere next year, or something. But I
0: think they're both they're both confirmed for next year. Yeah, but. I think I think it's coming. If if they have a if it's going to be a more competitive year next year, which I think it is, I think the gap to Red Bull is going to drop significantly. Um, well, it'll drop, and then I think it'll really drop in twenty five, and that's usually the trend it goes right before rules changes is when you see cars coming back most competitive. Look at right before this last rule change, the when we went to ground effect, that was when we saw Red Bull come on. That's when we saw the title fight. Usually, those end of end of rule cycles is when we see the big competitive years again because everybody's, we're all. I think everybody's accepted that the Red Bull concept was the way to go all along, and they're all going towards it. And I think we're going to have a lot. It's the gap will be narrower next year for sure.
1: Gosh, I hope so.
0: Which is going to put a ton of pressure on Perez. First of all, it's going to put a ton of it's going to it's going to really stress several teams a chief among which i think will be mercedes george and lewis because it's already there and then you're going to have the norris piastri and you're going to have science leclerc i mean it is going to be wild but i just expect more from lewis and i was listening to the race did a really awesome youtube video talking about it and they they brought up that this is the only the sixth Time in lewis's career that he's had a turn one lap one incident like that which is a two percent so like a wow (laughs) but b you know better he knew better and i think something which is is more proof that something he's going for something that's not there and that that's there's desperation in that there's Something feels like it's slipping, I feel like, through his fingers. And I I, I don't I, I don't have really a lot of fact to back up that feeling, but there was the podium where they were all consol it was the podium at Singapore. Everybody was consoling George instead of cheering on Lewis.
1: Oh, there's a lot of that this year. Yeah. A lot of Toto going my team. over to
0: go Toto going over to George's car. Yes. Uh um, so,
1: so is Lewis Lewis is definitely there next year.
0: Confirmed. That's coming confirmed. For us right okay,
1: now. so there's got to be there is definitely. I've noticed that too. When he when he's on the podium, where's my team? And it's it's not just one race. One race. Okay, fine. Couple yeah. races. Uh something's going on.
0: And I think what Mercedes and then and again, um, the race talk kind of or or it was either DRS with Dax or whatever. Somebody was talking about this that Mercedes' dream was you know we got George coming in. And he's gonna. Right as Lewis is leaving, George is gonna be ready to be the, the 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 team leader. But George has never been that far off of Lewis from the jump. Lewis is struggling. I think there's so much mental stuff to go after 21. There's we're we're you know I I can't imagine being Lewis's therapist, but um. It's not going to be that. It happening. hasn't affected
2: Alonzo, though.
1: I mean, Alonzo left and came back. There's a lot of time where he had to sort it out. I'm saying... <laughs> Alonso has... Not, right...
0: What I'm saying is it's not going to be that... that... peaceful transition of power. There's going to be a civil war.
1: Well, it's clear right now. It's starting now. Uh, yeah. And, it sure seems on. like it. There's something going yeah. on right now. You and,
0: but I think... You know, and I think, I think Dad, you talked about it because I think it was a Peter and Windsor thing, but I think this really all started when they went with George over Botas. Yeah. And they said, nope, because I know always, what you want. Lewis talks about
1: happening. it now. He said, Bowie was my favorite. Well, because it was also... It was also, a good dynamic.
0: It was a great idea. He was a
1: great driver. He was
0: co- I don't think Botas was comfortable being the second driver, but it was clear that he was the second driver. And there is no clarity now. With that, and we're seeing it come to a head.
1: Uh, no, I think there is clarity. I think Lewis is still a faster driver. He's more consistent, and he doesn't make stupid mistakes two laps from the end to cool. lose a whole car.
0: Yeah, but he makes stupid laps, stupid mistakes going into turn one that cost several points. He cares.
1: I don't think he cares. This is not a season he, that he cares about. When he looks yeah. back on his career, he's going to have so many highlights, like way more than most other sure. drivers combined. I don't think he cares about this season. I think he cares enough to keep trying. Keep himself in shape, look to the future. I'm sure he can't wait for a new setup.
0: But I think it goes, it goes, then he's out of the winning mentality, though. That's what I'm saying. It's, he's got to well, have he knows, that winning mentality.
1: Can't win. He knows he can't win. Mm. He's not, he doesn't have the equipment to win. Yeah, if he had a car to win, he would win.
0: It's an interesting point.
1: You know what I mean? If he was but, in a okay. Red Bull with Max, that would be an awesome season. Oh my god, that would be an awesome season to watch.
0: There would be so many crashes. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs>
0: that bring that's a perfect <laughs> cue up, man. It's almost like you just you just teed it up for us, and you're, I'm going to kick it right back to you. You're guys. welcome. But do you do you think that George could have won, or I think he for sure could have been on the podium. For sure, could have been on a podium without that turn one incident. But do you think he could have won?
1: So turn one, what happened to his car? He had to come in to get a new...
0: He didn't have to come in, but he went from second to last.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He went to last place in one lap? Yeah. Because he went into the pit?
0: Lewis and him came together. Right. He spun. George spun? Full 360. Yeah. Okay. Off the track. Didn't go into the gravel, but was Dead last uh, with a safety car,
1: uh, and he still came in fourth. Came in fourth place. Yeah, I think yeah. So he, he definitely, definitely could have been a contender. He
0: had that Mercedes had pace.
1: Yeah, real pace. Yep, which is unusual First, for for a circuit like that.
0: For sure, where you're
1: flat out for more than half of it. I was not expecting Mercedes to have that kind of pace. Where's yeah, and they qualified two three, I think, right? Or, yeah, George two,
0: qualified, yeah, two three. But that's also because. Both Norris and uh, Piastri got uh, laps deleted for laps track deleted. limits.
1: Yeah, and track limits was extraordinarily difficult. For it
0: them. was. It was. Th- it was like Austria 2.0.
1: And it was. A, I wonder if it was all that one curve that they changed because these guys practice on the sim all week long. I mean, all season long, they're they're working on these courses because you can't see out of I the mean, cockpit. I think so, it.
0: I think it was also just exhaustion.
1: Well, that too. So I everything. mean, it was
0: just. It was just, a but but imagine setting
1: challenge. yourself up, self up all season long, and then in the eleventh hour before the race, like literally the night before, they're changing the curb. I yeah, don't think I, that's. I
0: I heard I heard that the drivers were like, yeah, that's fine. Okay. I mean, I well, think—and hey. they weren't even expecting to get—the the FIA did give them a 10-minute practice session before yep. the sprint shootout yep. Yep. to recalibrate. Okay, and then they had the
1: sprint to run. Okay. But I mean, so, these are yeah. the drivers right. in the
0: world. You're right. telling me, like, the turn changes, they, they change. Like, it's going to take 10 laps, five laps to re- recalibrate that in. Yeah. I just think it's the fact that they can't—because note that if there was a gravel trap there, mm-hmm. there would be— no track limits violations. <laughs> you know, if right. there was a wall there, right? There would be. You know, like we we just gotta come up with a way that there is a instead of penalties. I don't want to see penalties. I want to see the incident itself be the penalty. And I think you would need to not have this be a thing.
1: So if they go over the track, they're hitting gravel that tees up the back of their car. Yeah. And they're spinning.
0: Or if they just. How about this? You just. You just. Yeah, I think we talked about this. There's a a master swish, and someone they lose 30 horsepower for the next lap every time you go over track limits.
1: Oh, that brings up other questions immediately. No, I know,
0: but you know what I'm saying. There's, I think, there's just got to be a better way, or at least a better way of them knowing it. Like I think that was like what those curbs were supposed to be is like there was like a they could feel the track limit, you know.
1: But I mean, so you talk about best drivers in the world. There's no question. Yeah, but I'm telling you it's hard enough for them knowing it cold and then to switch it the day before a race on race day is I'm telling you, it's gotta be a huge challenge sure. to recalibrate. Sure.
0: It was only two quarters.
1: <laughs> I don't care if it's one. It, yeah. It's like the, the whole thing with Senna that one time where, where you hit the wall and they were like, well, what happened? He's like, I think the wall moved. And then they went back and they looked <laughs> oh, at the yeah. footage and four drivers Hit the wall, yeah. And when they moved the wall back, they it was like four centimeters or millimeters yeah. out, yeah. And yeah. they were like, "Holy cow, he knows where four millimeters is." <laughs> but, but, but I mean, we are
0: But we are talking about the same drivers who drive around Monaco, and sure. they're they're centimeters away from the wall.
1: But they know the track. They know where that track limit is. They practice all year long. Well, no, but I think it it, it, I change. think it
0: also that you're playing into my point is that there's something that they can see. I mean, we, we, we can't forget that they. you cannot see the ground when you're in those cars.
1: That's what I'm saying. They, yeah. they have to practice it, and they yeah. have to go on feel. And and who said it last year? Ocon, maybe? Like, we, we don't have time to think. Oh, no. So they have to really muscle memory this. Yeah. And to change it just at the yeah. 11th hour, like, that has got to be the hardest thing for them to, to deal with. Like, harder than most other challenges they have
0: i think i think it's there was a lot of factors that i'll give you that that's got to be one of them but at the end of the day i'm I'm, i just hate and i think even piastri i liked what he said let's wait and see if the fia is going to give me a penalty or (laughs) not you know like like um but i i don't like the uncertainty of that that brings up because there's so many penalties there's so much to like yeah. have to calculate and formulate and like
1: um especially when they're in the break room right the cool down room they got the three podium winners there and then they have to step out and someone else has to step in sometimes. Well yeah that
0: <laughs> was that was there was that yeah. moment in qualifying. Yeah. Where they're like oh is it Norris is going who are we, who am I actually interviewing? Right. We don't even know right. who we're interviewing. Well and that I, was I just yeah. think that list for an elite sport for there to be questions yeah, not left after the no. after the event, right. like we got it, Formula One as an event, as a as an elite sporting league se- segment of the sporting world, it has to get better. There yeah. can't be question marks at the end of qualifying or at the end of a race. Well, give us four hours to yeah. calculate up the penalties to know the racing order.
1: Yeah, and what was it earlier this season where Alonso got dinged? And then it was reinstated that he, he didn't get the penalty or something? Yeah. They, that's they, right. They lobbied, yeah. and then, I mean, I guess I like that it's judicious and they can fight it, but it's very unsettling for the fans to be like, yeah, our team won. Well, our, our team how team do you won. expect
0: people to, I mean, care yeah. when they don't know what to care for?
1: Yeah. I think you have to stick to the rules as, as very best you can, and that I'm not saying that's easy, but... Uh, well, and
0: in, the, in the age of modern of the of modernity that we're in there's yeah. got to be a way to put sensors on the car
1: well they have sensors on well, the but car. Uh, and,
0: and then and then one that goes around the whole circuit or yep. especially corners that they know because they know what turns are really going to be track limit yeah turns right and so that, that it gives them like a like 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 it is a wall like when right. you get the within digital, millimeters digital of it wall. like yeah. it it lights up or it you know some there's right. some way that they know that they're they're exceeding. 100% it.
1: Hundred percent agree with you there. They gotta know, because like the visibility out of those things is a is atrocious. Yeah, yeah. They're basically doing it all in their head. Atroche. Atrocious. Atrocious. <laughs> atrocious. Yeah. So it's it's terrible. You know, they can't see anything. That, that's what I'm saying. They have to memorize these courses. So switching yeah. it like that is not. I mean, I guess that was their solution, but it's, I don't think it's a great one. Yeah. You know.
0: Um. Okay. What's next, Dad? What do you think? You, you you're right on board with us here.
2: Yeah, I. Yeah, you know my. I want to have immediate consequences to. Uh, you know, crappy driving. Um, is my thing. How that happens, I don't know. Uh, but these five second penalties
1: don't mean jack.
0: Well, they meant uh, jack to Perez.
1: <laughs> well. For the most part, you know, yeah, five, um, if you put someone out of
0: well, the race, well, he had ten or fifteen. You put seconds.
2: someone, yeah, you put you, you put, put some, someone out of the race that qualified P three. Yeah. You know, yeah, there ought to be more consequences than like immediately. Okay, next race, um, you know, you're gonna get a, so many position grid.
0: Drop. Well, I think I think with with collisions, they still are giving points on their super license, so there is a
1: overarching. Except Lance isn't getting dinged. How's he? Still yeah. Doing? How
2: come? How come Lance is still driving?
1: Then if if, it's if obviously that were the ca- I think
2: there's
0: well he has yeah, yeah. It's not severe enough. Has he ca- caused that many collisions? Oh,
1: he's hit everybody this season. Hmm. All the well, walls, Perez all the in, cars,
0: all the walls. He drives. Well, you know, Perez I mean, he kinda, says he wasn't being able to see very well. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: right.
2: I think half the time, Perez thinks he's on a pinball machine. You know, he's just bouncing off of everything is,
0: mean, you know lately here i had i had predicted Perez p3 for this race and boy could i have been more wrong he was uh se- i was seven places off of that yeah. um
1: yeah. that's tough to watch too i was really rooting for him this season he had such a strong season last season
0: and he had a great start this
1: year yeah i yeah. think something's going on there mentally i mean that's the mental game that they're all wrestling yeah. with
2: all the time. Yeah, and he had, he had two uh, track limit penalties yep. to boot. And uh, actually, he finished. Users? Perez did finish um, ninth, but his penalties dropped him back, as you mentioned. Yeah. And, the, and he switched spots with Joe. Great um, result yeah, there's for Alva mm-hmm. or Alfa Romero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, I mean, how many I, – I hope – I really hope that we see a different Perez come back next year. Oh yeah, but I—he's capable. capable. But the pressure doesn't—it doesn't speak the, the way he's handled himself through this year. I think he needs to get a couple really good results for him to like go into summer with, and train on that those that positive momentum. But I I'm and I keep willing him. I mean, I picked him as my my pod- on my podium, but. It just seems like he seemed nowhere. Like he was again, eight tenths off in qualifying. He was
1: Yeah, that's it's two two something's going on because I mean we saw last year they were right there together.
0: I mean he's confirmed for next year, yep. but I I think if he's if he comes in next year the way he's ending this year, we're gonna see a mid season switch a mm.
1: Rui. Who do they take? It, Depends on who's doing who's better. There, yeah, <laughs> Oscar. There? But I also <laughs> still,
0: I also still see Yuki jumping for Aston Martin once the Honda deal comes in. Huh? You know that they're going to be pushing for that. Yeah. He's a Honda boy through and through.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: So hey, is is Lawson uh is Lawson uh, Red Bull? He's going to be a reserve, the the AlphaTari reserve driver next year. So or he's, or he's, Hugo Boss, he's hooked a up with. Driver.
2: But he's hooked up with Red Bull. So would Lawson take that seat if Perez came in the same way as he's in this season?
0: Potentially. I don't know. Well, they also have Fittipaldi, I think. Is that them? Or is that Aston Martin that I'm thinking of?
1: I don't know. So speaking of next year, do we have a new team next year? Oh, yeah, that, (laughs) I mean,
0: it wouldn't, no, because that, are you talking about Cadillac Andretti? Yes, I am. Um, No, that's for 26, 26, I would believe, would be the earliest that they would be on the grid. So that's the news that I heard, though, that they are. Well, they got, they got the FIA approved their bid.
1: So that'd be 22 cars on the grid.
0: There'd be 22 cars, 11 teams.
1: Yep, fun.
0: But it's, it's going to be a long, it's going to be painful. And I mean, it already has been, <laughs> but the fact that the FIA announced before and before um, F one, the like commercial Liberty Media side of F one, shows that they're not on the same page, which is not a good sign. But I and I think I think uh, Ben Salam, the FIA president. He was quoted saying after Qatar that we need less races and more teams.
1: I like that. I I'm loving
0: the long seasons. I'm not gonna lie. I'm never gonna complain about more Formula One. Yeah. I mean it does make seasons like this a little painful when it's it's a runaway,
1: but Yeah, no nobody I think the drop off has been huge. It's been measured. Yeah, but I mean that uh, people don't care because I, I, they're I, like, "Oh, season's done." Okay. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, still there's watch
0: that. I I'm there's still there's still so many close battles, team weight wise. Yeah, I and, mean, that I'm interested in, but I, I get for for a casual watcher. Yeah, and especially if you came into the sport in 2020, 2021, like you know, like I mean, but th- what I keep trying to tell people who who did come into it then, really, I'm like, you came in. In the upswing, yeah. you came in in like the rare, rare, rare moments of the sport, yeah. not the normal moments of the sport. Lewis
1: is on record many, many times in the middle of his great success, four, five championships under his belt, saying, "This is not good for the sport." I know, I, I keep winning and we're dominant. This is not good for the sport.
0: Yeah, I mean, he wasn't as vocal when it was him winning, but he is. No,
1: he, he he went on record. When he was winning championships, saying this is not healthy for the sport. And he did—he wasn't even as dominant as Max yeah. is now.
0: I mean, but, mm-hmm. but but again, that is the goal. The goal of an F1 team is to be what Red Bull is right now.
1: Right. But, like I mean, if you, if you have a totally – I mean, I know the sport is the mechanical side and divine the best car you can, like figure it out through magic or something else. Figure it out, and they've done that, but it's not fun to watch.
0: No, people just rolling their that, eyes like, I, "Yeah, Max." Yeah, but I yeah, think Max. I think there's several reasons why that, and we alluded to that, and that is Perez is not on the caliber of Max, nowhere even close right now. And usually, I mean, even when we had Mercedes dominance for a lot of that, we had Rosberg and Hamilton battling.
1: Yeah, or other teams, or other teams. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't always just a runaway success. He had to fight. The only
0: one that was really kind of close would be 2020.
1: Yeah. Um and I think
0: Hamilton did that around uh it was 16 races in as well. So it's similar,
1: but he did it faster technically. Well, but but there were less races, so less chances for people to make to up score. the points. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly apples to apples.
0: Um and I I I mean it's it's changing. I mean, this was definitely the closest I mean, Oscar was only 4 seconds off of
1: Max at the end of the Yeah, I love that. I mean that's. I love that. That's. I can't stand these races. We've come a long (laughs) way, you know. Yeah.
0: And I think, and I mean, when was the last time you heard a radio message to Max going, "Uh, "Max, if you got a little pace in hand,
1: now's (laughs) the time to
0: use it," you know? To his credit, he did pull a second out on the very next lap, so he did. So he's capable. Yeah,
1: they're sandbagging.
0: Um, but I like. I'm much more contented with a four second victory than a seventeen or twenty
1: or much more interesting thirty eight or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, I five I laps. There's five still opening the, laps or I five, can five seconds. Still
0: <laughs> live in the disbelief that there's something. I mean, but that's a, a puncture. The race has changed right then, you know.
1: Well, you said it best, I think, beforehand. All Max had to do was finish what, top five or top eight, or something like that. To top win. six in the sprint. So so I think the message was just Hey, let's just cool it this weekend. Yeah, let's not push anything. Let's just bring it home in one but piece.
0: But I, I don't think Max has that. Like that, we kind of alluded to that. He doesn't know how to. Read Clearly, that. he
1: does. If at the end of the race they're telling him, "Well, Piastri's coming up, you might want to find that extra time in the car," and he immediately puts a yeah. second on him. Yeah, that's outrageous. Well, yeah, that is outrageous. Well, they've had that. That's without a slipstream on a strip. Yeah. What?
0: <laughs> I mean, but they've always been high speed. Arrow <laughs> track like this was a track. For so him. that's
1: my point is he could have been doing it. He could have been, but that might have wrecked. Well, his I think, tires, but whatever. I think,
0: I think physicality he couldn't have done it. Like, oh, I don't think he could gone oh, too much faster because it. of the
1: yeah. Just physically, he was. Yeah, he did zied. say it was his hardest race, and he was sitting down waiting for his microphone at the end.
0: <laughs> um, the other thing that uh, we wanted a little bit of news that we had to bring up was um, Apple TV bid for the commercial exclusive worldwide streaming of f1 as a whole sport two billion dollars a year
1: so that would take it away from liberty media well no liberty owns
0: like they're who sells that to people basically but like right now i think it's you know like sky sport has it for i think most of europe and britain ESPN has it for U.S. This would be one company
1: streams for everywhere. Well, they better bring Martin along. That's what... There's Ten no four. Martin. It's going to be real hard to watch. Hey,
2: elephant in the room alert! Elephant in the room um, alert!
0: Yeah, I know. We've been trying to trying to find a way to just slip it in, but we missed it. We should have done
2: no. Oh no no no! <laughs> what? What's this crap? What's the crap about signs? Unable to start the race because of a fuel delivery issue?
0: I guess they found it when they – he had – toward the end of the sprint race, he was complaining about battery – his battery not recharging. Um, and when they went to replace that, they found a fuel system link.
3: Hmm.
0: And he was unable to start the start the race. They couldn't fix it in time. That
2: ah, just is weird to me because over the years – Heck, they would they would remedy fuel pressure issues in the pits. Yeah, so, I don't
0: I don't have an answer. Uh, what
2: here it is the day the the day before they identify this, and somehow they can't get a fuel uh, delivery uh, issue right. sorted out. And, and that's hope- weird. Yeah, that, I, that's particularly. That's right, yeah. And he is really, and he was doing good this weekend.
0: He was he's you he's know, been think? on fire for the last since yeah.
1: Well, so we, what the hell? We said it last year. He always comes on strong late in the season.
0: He's he's always a he's a he always finishes better than he starts, which is one of the biggest checkmarks yeah. to his column.
1: Yeah, maybe they yeah. flew someone to Italy to go get a part, and they just couldn't get it back in time.
0: I, I <laughs> from from all of the con- it seems consumption suspect. of of I, I'm with you but from all of the consumption it it seemed above board. And I mean, would you if that if if you if you got that feeling would you be sitting in the paddock and in the in the garage? Well, now let's let's look at
2: some different perspectives of strategy here. Are they trying to save equipment?
1: Save
0: money. So they don't have to
2: take penalties.
0: No, no. no. They cause uh, they're, they're, they're in the hunt for second. They want both cars. Yeah. On the Andy grid on as much as they can. Yep. and they're, well, I'm they're just trying to look Mercedes. at it
2: and I'm trying to look at it objectively. I'm like Matt said. I'm really suspicious. What the hell? So, so I mean, it just doesn't make sense.
1: Just to shift gears a little bit, but come back to it. I watched the 24 hours of Nurburgring this year, and you know, tuned in and tuned out throughout the day. It's like you know, when something like the Masters is on, you put it in on in the background or something. But anyways, they swapped an entire rear end of a car out during yeah. the race in two minutes.
0: Well, I mean, there's been plenty. Of- <laughs> There's the entire rear end. <laughs> there's some. There's got to be a reason for it. I wish that there was more info about it, but there's no way when you're trailing Mercedes by 20 or 30 points or whatever it is that you're going to not put a car in it, the race if you can.
1: It could literally be as simple as we didn't have an extra part and yeah. we had to send somebody from the factory and couldn't get it there in time or, and in the car in time.
0: Or maybe because it's fuel that there's some weird – FIA
1: could be thing that
0: no, right. it has to be done in a certain time so that we can Inspect check it. it yep, yeah, you
1: know, or something. Hundred percent.
0: Like, there's got to be a reason, but there's no. Yeah, way. It, it's
1: crazy because look, sprint shootout,
2: he he outqualified Leclerc Again. to be fifth <laughs> in 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 the sprint race. He finished sixth. Yeah. you know uh he had real he didn't qualify he didn't qualify he qualified 12th but obviously he had the juice to go and um why would you set that
0: I think with I more think with a day's
2: notice you couldn't remedy a fuel delivery issue I just
1: it's got to be something maybe we'll hear about it in the next couple of days you know maybe something you, you know on.
2: just why would why would you not somehow try to get that car on the track because just that's
1: what
0: I'm saying is I'm sure that they did. Yeah. Why, when you're in a a battle for second, why would you sandbag?
2: But I mean, again, they used to fix these issues during pit stops in prior prior races. Yeah. So the answer, Um,
1: yeah, the answer is we don't know. Yeah. All we can do is speculate. But I think the correct answer that you kind of have both touched on is, the part wasn't there; they had to bring it, and, well, and it needed and, to be inspected it, and greenlit. And
2: isn't yeah, and isn't that just perfect? Leave it to Ferrari to pull something like or that. what?
0: If, what if it's <laughs> yeah? What if it's like a you know a crazy? Yeah. What if what if changing that would have caused them to change a gearbox or or something, and oh, it would and, have and resulted incur, in yeah. a a crazy penalty as
1: well. That. Very well could have been, yeah.
0: And you know, they're looking at he's qualified P twelve and then you get a five or ten grid spot penalty and yeah, you're why? starting dead last. Why and, bother? Yeah, why bother? Yeah. Save the engine. Yep. Yeah. We got a three run we got in you know, we're we're about to start yeah, a but we three don't, week in a row running race, you know.
2: I don't see how a fuel system issue translates to needing to replace a gearbox or a clutch or a power unit.
0: I'm just I'm just Throwing darts in the dark here. I don't know.
1: You want me to call Italy? Maybe they had. Know. Maybe they had to take the car. Maybe you they couldn't take the. You got Freddy's
0: number. You want to give <laughs> yeah, Freddy a
1: call? Give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but...
0: we we we're, we we got to wrap up, man. We're we're going. On. Yeah, man. Tell you
1: what, this has been fun though.
0: It's been a blast, mm-hmm. and I know else? we don't have a moment with Martin to go out on, but we do had we had Karun Chandok filling in for him, which. I have to just sing his praises. I love He's great. when he fills in. He's great. Like, I love it. He is so Definitely. eloquent. He has such great insight. And I think a a, a Martinism in training. I, I don't know. <laughs> what, what, what are we going to call it, Dad? A a, a, a no chat? No way. A, a oh, chat? Chitty, chat,
1: chitty, chitty Chatting chat. with Chanda. Well, we can't replace Martin. <laughs> well, no,
0: of course. There's but no replacing Martin, but we can have a... It's like having, you know, like when you can't... When you can't uh, – I'm
2: telling you. I'm telling you. Alex Brundle. Well, anyways. The, the fruit the fruit of Martin Brundle's loins <laughs> is every bit as good as Martin. All right. Oh, well, I'm we, telling we also you. Have to, right.
0: We also have to do our predictions and our recap. You were super close. You were just one-off, Dad. You had Max, yep. Norris, Piastri, so you just mixed up Piastri – and yeah. uh, Norris, so you 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 won this week. I won last week, so it's pretty good. Um, I was way off. I didn't get a single one, <laughs> right? And then our P ten, yeah. our P ten predictions, we were both off. I had Lawson; he crashed out, um, and you had Sergeant, and he quit out. So, <laughs> well, didn't Sergeant go off? The, Sergeant went off. The- track did not he no he just required he just quit because he was they, they, they said hey it's up
1: to you if you want to retire the car bring it in and we're, he was at first he was like more concerned no, about your health
0: i promise you i can do it and yeah. then like 10 minutes later or five laps later he was like guys i gotta come in
1: well who
2: went off on lap four that brought out a safety car
0: it was lost one, wasn't it anyways Must it doesn't matter lost. we're long now and we lost
2: and sergeant
0: We'll do yeah, no, we'll for same. sure since we have an off week before Austin, we're gonna definitely do a pre race show and we'll do predictions Ooh, then for a pre race show. And so to take you out, we're gonna leave you with a, a Chandok chat or chit chat with Chandok. This came from Chit Chatting with Chandok. <laughs> or
3: Chitty
2: chat me.
0: with Karoon. This this came from qualifying where uh, a couple of teams were getting real down to the wire. So here's your chit chat with Chandok, and, we'll, and it'll take us out. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, guys. Hey, Matt. Yes, Great sir. to have you. It was Good, awesome, Matt.
1: Great speaking with don't, you both. Thanks don't, for having don't,
0: me. Don't
2: take so long coming back.
1: <laughs> Been busy. I'm expecting Been you busy. next race. All righty. <laughs> okay. All right. I need
0: to get a bit squeaky bum time I think
1: for Mercedes and Lando because
0: squeaky bum time guys <laughs> <laughs> All right bye